Hi, welcome to Random History, my first podcast, and it so happens to be Pride Month, so I'll be talking about um, funny, interesting, and just all-out cool stories about queers throughout history. Yay, this is gonna be great. Our first story is about Shipe Pu and Bernard Borscott. Let's begin. If you're a theater kid, it is probable that you've heard of M. Butterfly. Madam Butterfly, who? Oh, no, no, it's not the opera about the Japanese girl who fell in love with the American dude who left her and her kid behind in... No, no, it's not that one. No, M. Butterfly, the play that won the 1988 Tony Award for Best Play. The story is told from the perspective of a French diplomat, René Gallimard, who falls in love with Peking opera singer Song Li Ling. Song was set up by the Chinese government to seduce info out of René Gallimard, which turned into a 20-year-long relationship between the two. Eventually, René is caught and trialed for treason. It is then he discovers that Song Li Ling was a male all along, and that in Beijing opera, all females are played by males. Yeah, you could tell I was smiling while reading that line. Anyways, <clears throat> unable to cope with the fact that he fell for a man, Gallimard commits suicide in prison. How absurd does that sound? It, it couldn't possibly happen in real life, could it? It could. Our boy Shi was born on December 21st, 1938, to his college professor father and teacher mother. He lived with his parents and two older siblings in Kunming in Yunnan, where he learned French. He eventually became a somewhat well-known opera singer at the age of 17. It was when he was 28 that he met Bernard, a French diplomat, in Beijing at a Christmas party in 1964. The two hit it off immediately. After all, both were two lonely men in a lonely world, who would make each other laugh the way no one else could. Bernard was fascinated by the stories she told about his life and the intrigues of China. The two men would reveal to each other what they could not to anyone else. And in 1965, right before Bernard was about to embark on an expedition to Brazil, she revealed to Bernard his deepest secret, that he was a woman raised as a boy, which was a lie, by the way, she told the dramatic story about how his dad needed a son to please his grandmother, who decreed that if he had another girl, he'd be forced to take on his second wife, which he did not want. Not and not wanting this. Yep, I re that I, I repeated my line. Wow. Anyways, not wanting this, when she was born, she's parents made a pact with the midwife to raise him as a boy and lie to the grandmother. And that's when Bernard fell for him. Hard. You see, Bernard was an imaginative man who was ever the one for the crazy romance and adventure told in tales of old. Heck, the reason why he joined the French Foreign Service was due to his head full of fantasies, believing that it would be all be some grand adventure. If you're wondering, Bernard lied about his credentials to get into the Foreign Service. He only had a 10th grade level of education. Boy, was he wrong. This diplomacy thing was boring, until he met Xi. He convinced himself that he played the role of the gallant knight in Xi's story, and that he must deliver Xi from China, care for, and protect her, and perhaps even marry her. I've introduced you to Xi Peipu, so now I shall speak to you about the imaginative mind of Bernard Borska. Yes, I know, this is a shaky transition, 
bear with it. Bernard was born on August 12, 1944, and as a child, he had multiple homosexual affairs in boarding school, which was the norm. He saw these affairs as signs that he was on the path of maturity, nothing more. He was determined to end up with a woman. Yeah, that wish never came true because he ended up with a dude, she pay poo. Four years after Bernard left, he finds out upon his return that she gave birth to a son, she do do. She actually bought the child from a doctor in Xinjiang. But yeah, Bernard believed it was his. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Is Bernard really that dumb to still believe in she's lies? Like, obviously, he would know that the baby is not his or that, like, figured it out by now that she is a boy or something. Well, no. For starters, the pair always did that thing in the dark. Secondly, she had this unique ability to retract and manipulate his male part to look and act like a female part. Yeah, that's freaky and, like, weird at the same time. Ah, God. Anyways, moving on. Why did she go so far to convince Bernard of the lie he created? Was it out of fear of being dumped if he was found out to be a male? Was it due to the fact that he was secretly gay and that the government would not allow for such things? Well, she concocted this lie out of love. For the Chinese Communist Party! And yeah, maybe a bit of affection towards Bernard slightly affected his decision, but it was mostly due to his belief that the CCP was doing the right thing. While Bernard was away from Beijing, he had affairs with both men and women, and had come to terms with his bisexuality. Woohoo! Good for you, Bernard! Yeah. During the Chinese Cultural Revolution, it became harder for Bernard to see Xi when approached by Kang Sheng, a member of the Chinese Secret Service who offered him the right to see Xi in exchange for documents he accepted for the sake of his family and ended up handing over 500 documents to the Chinese government. Later in 1983, Bernard brought Xi and his son Bertrand, that's Xi Dudu by the way, to Paris. Bernard had fallen out of love with Xi but resolved to still take care of Xi and Bertrand. You could truly see how much Bernard cared for Xi. He bought him Rolex watches, television sets, tape recorders, grunting radios, and other expensive gadgets. On June 30th, 1983, Borscott was arrested by French authorities for his conspiration with the CCP. And she was arrested soon after. She tried to convince the authorities that he was a woman, but no one believed him. He later revealed to Amedit that he was a male and showed him how he pretended to be a woman. When Borscott discovered that he had been living a lie for 18 years, he was made a mockery of in France and tried to slash his throat to commit suicide, but survived. They were both sentenced to six years in prison, but she was pardoned in 1987 so as to lighten tensions between France and China. Bernard no longer harbored such feelings for Xi and felt free from his past after Xi's passing. Bernard was last heard living with one of his former lovers from his travels, a French man named Thierry, if you are wondering, Bernard is still alive. And Bertrand is currently a father of three. Yay. If you were wondering, she based the story about being a girl upon the opera, The Story of the Butterfly, in which 
Ju Ying Tai, a girl, swaps clothes with her brother for a day in Hall Mulan fashion. As a boy, Ju is able to attend school and falls for another student, Liang Shanbo, who, after some time, returns her affections. Later, Ju is placed into a forced marriage by her parents, and she and Liang commit suicide. Yep. If you want a more detailed story about she and Bernard, you should check out the New York Times article, The True Story of M. Butterfly, The Spy Who Fell in Love with the Shadow. That's it for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I killed my voice, if you did not know, and I hope you have a lovely day.